my god. Welcome to the Marvelous Miss Maisie. Becky, I'm Maisie Lodge. Look at that Marvel. Uh, I'm Tim. Hated that. What's up? It's been a minute. <laughs> We're talking Miss Marvel today. Yeah, uh, Miss Marvel was a show on Disney Plus. Still is. Uh, you you can watch it now or later. Uh, uh, or honestly, not at all. We both didn't really like it. Frankly, it's a kind of a bummer. This is a frustrating series, uh, specifically because I was very much in love with it the first two episodes, and I like texted Maisie. I think in the last episode, even when talking about watching Miss Marvel, I was like, oh, I adore it. And I think it's really great. And it's because I was two episodes in. And this is a six episode series that needed to be a two hour movie. Yeah, or or like honestly, maybe even like an hour 45. Yeah. With like, a better bad guy. They did a bad job in the middle and, and we'll talk about it, I'm sure. But uh, first two I, episodes, I, adorable. But going into this, Maisie Lloyd. Uh, Maisie Lard. What Maisie did I think? Lard. What were your thoughts, expectations, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? I think I kind of semi knew that it was about like a young teenager. And you had mentioned that it's like a really, you had said it was sweet. And I think I knew there was like, um, like Pakistani roots. Yeah. Uh, but that's kind of really all I knew. Yeah. I really didn't know much. Worth um, noting that even if you are like a big comic book reader, and this was a, a point of controversy for fans that I'm certain that you do not know about. Do you know anything about any controversy surrounding this? I have no idea what you're about to say. So I want you to Google Miss Marvel comic book uh, and uh, take in the fact that they completely changed her powers from the comic books to this uh this here television show because hmm. she has uh in the comics she is an inhuman uh she gets affected by the pterogen mists and it causes a mutation in in her which makes her uh st stretchy super she can make herself super big yeah can, big uh you know, mrs incredible energy and and they adapted that in the show to be less you know I think I if if I have a, a theory about it, it's that I they're gonna be doing a Fantastic Four movie, and yeah. they maybe don't want two people with the stretch kind of powers. Uh, but also they 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 just fully changed uh, the power okay. that she has uh, from the comic books, which is a little point of contention amongst fans. But I but think this was well done and didn't really uh, pull away from it that much. Okay, I'm gonna put a a little bookmark there, and we'll circle back in a sec. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So how did this show, do you want to just, just jump right into it and we can discuss, do you want to talk yeah. about how it landed with fans? Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, we can talk a little bit about, um, the, uh, it's the, the, the cast is great. I really like the cast. Yeah, I think cast... a lot of the actors and her, the people who play her family, uh, are really, really great. And it's a, you know, a very diverse cast. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't really get to see, uh, uh, fully Middle Eastern driven narratives and characters uh, in a lot of mainstream mm -hmm. stuff and especially in comic book stuff. So this was a, 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 a barrier breaking down kind of situation. And Miss Marvel, I should note, Miss Marvel is a newer comic. Uh, I believe she debuted in like 2014 to 2012 oh, or something like that. So cool. I think uh, Miss Marvel didn't exist when the MCU started, but has already was so popular 
she was a part of um, uh, the Avengers video game. Uh, like they made an Avengers video game. Uh, and it was like the main five and Miss Marvel. So hmm. was yeah. there also Captain Marvel in it? Uh, Captain Marvel was not in the game. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Well, but thoughts on Iman Vellani is is sort of the the one that I want to talk about a lot because she's just a sixteen year old girl. They they did a big casting call kind of thing, and I I love her. Yeah, she's so she's good. Really sweet. Really, uh, just fun. Has great comic timing, and she's just one of those people that I don't know. I wanted to root for her, and mm -hmm. I was on her side. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah. Um, as for connections to the MCU, sort of, it's, it's she is sort of a, a like a mega fan of the Avengers, and it's really funny because apparently Iman Vellani used to have like Reddit like a Reddit account and would like get in arguments about the MCU. That's on so Reddit funny. When she's like thirteen, fourteen, and then two years later, she's in the MCU. That's which is so cool. cool. Yeah. That makes me like her even more. So the background of it and like following her. So I would I would recommend looking up like some videos of her, like doing interviews and stuff like that. She is just a, a delight. And yeah. And I just find even an if argument between her and r slash Tim Bridge, r slash or you slash Tim Bridge. On me slash Tim Bridge. That's the yeah. Even if the series wasn't super great on the whole for me, I, I am very excited that. She's yeah, I'm, I'm looking me. forward to whatever she's got coming up that's yes sign me up do you want to jump into it yeah let's get going all right uh episode one titled generation y uh kamala khan is a 16 year old high school uh high schooler and fangirl of the avengers particularly carol danvers aka captain marvel After never heard of her <laughs> i played yeah, her in a roast, uh, did you Kevin. play her in a roast or something like that were you carol <laughs> Uh, I do want to point out uh, right off the bat that this series starts with its best scene, which is like the, it's it's a, a blinding lights by the weekend. And then it's like this cartoon, like almost stop motion, but with drawings, like yeah. very fun, like animated video that was the Avengers Endgame final. Yes. Battle. Yeah. Very cool. And also, oh, okay, I just got to say that they kind of took a page out of the multi uh, the Spider-Verse movie with a lot mm. of the like animation style. Yeah, it but then like that, very like, comic, it disappears. Yeah, it yeah. disappears like after the second episode in a bit. Mm. I mean, like it's so much there in a big way in the first episode and then disappears and I just miss it. I already But it's it. so cool, like her walking up to her, uh, her, uh, her house or like an apartment or whatever, or like a building and you just, the neon signs are, are illuminated with the text messages that she's yeah, writing yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like it's such a creative it's cute. endeavor and it's cute. And it's like what you want from like a comic book translated yeah. into- uh, to, And uh, like, I think especially media. after having recently watched a lot of the Batman movies. Yes, that is like, true. You like the eighties <laughs> Batman movies where it's so like, campy and looks like it's filmed like a comic book yeah i kind of yeah. missed that yeah they really have pulled away from that and then getting to see this again was just especially in these first couple episodes was just like oh awesome yeah you know yeah like she's drawing plans on chalkboards and it's like going into the chalkboard and you get yeah. like it, i don't know it's very creative and very, yeah. you know keeps you on your toes exciting uh, after failing a driving test, uh, Kamala and her best friend Bruno Corelli, uh, everybody's got to have a cute little, uh, little white so boy who's Brunos in love with around? the character. Yeah. So many Brunos these days. We don't talk about Bruno. We're actually going to talk about him a lot. 
Ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, because he's like a major part of this. Uh, they finish her Captain Marvel cosplay for AvengerCon while avoiding her strict parents, Yusuf and Muniba. Uh, I love the parents. In this. Love parents I think are great. great. Parents Big are so fan good. Of parents. The love that the dad is dynamic. like a bumbling dad, but like also they're they both just love her so much, and I love yeah. to see that. That dynamic is something that felt very real and felt yeah. very realized in the series. Um, Kamala receives a package from her grandmother Sana that includes a golden bangle, which Muniba says is junk. After failing to convince her parents to let her go to AvengerCon. Kamala sneaks out with Bruno to attend and takes the bangle as part of her cosplay. Uh, after getting there and dressing up, she puts on the bangle and it causes her to project constructs of cosmic energy. So she changes into her costume in the bathroom. Don't know why she did that. Because honestly, yeah. when I was living in Boston and anime con was going on, you better believe that when I was on the subway, there were <laughs> certainly people dressed all the way up from Boston College to government center all the way on the b-line which yes is like 30 stops and they were like the whole time they were all sweating, dressed up sweating in their deadpool costume yeah uh yeah no I, it was I, like the bad twins Con, from pokemon but okay <laughs> uh, what do you think of like avenger con i think this is a cool concept that definitely would exist if it were yeah is why were. is it there one and why haven't i gone yet do you think we'd be oh Maisie, i think we'd be uh, invited with like vip passes yeah definitely uh they're they <laughs> yeah definitely have not <laughs> they do have avenger con Maisie. it's called comic con but what about specifically avengers uh i mean I know they're, about doing, they're doing d23 they have like disney's you know making announcements they're gonna make the Fantastic Forecast announcement at D23 this year, they said. Wow. Uh, and Didn't it's they not going to be John have that? Oh, wait, no, no. They just had a Comic-Con. Yeah, right? they just had a Comic-Con hall where they, like, you know, explain yeah. everything. But they're going to do more casting announcements and stuff at oh, D23. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, I thought this was fun. You know, yeah, all it was the, like, so sweeping cool. cameras and, like, it's it's a set that they clearly built. It's not all just, like, CGI stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, it looked fun. It made me want to go. Again, yeah. loved the first episode, and it goes all downhill. Uh, this inadvertently causes havoc, during which Kamala uses her powers to save her classmate Zoe Zimmer. Uh, Bruno rushes Kamala home, where a distraught Muniba pleads with her to focus on her own life. In a mid credit scene, which maybe you missed. That I missed. Uh, the <laughs> Department of Damage Control agents, P. Cleary and Sadie Deaver, watch a video of Kamala's incident at AvengerCon and head to New Jersey to find him. Oh, no, I think Not I really did see that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Zoe Zimmer is like the exact same character as that Spider-Man guy from uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, uh, Tony Revoloi's character? Yeah, Flash, it's the Flash, same character. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, likes like... The, all the likes, the Instagram live shit. Yeah, and like they're popular, but they're not. Yeah. I think it's a cool little like, oh, she's the white, she's the pretty white girl. I can't, you know, yeah. uh, build up to that. Like uh, building Kamala's character in these first couple episodes of her feeling conflict with her family and then also feeling like out of place in school. Yeah. Due to her race when, they, when she's like walking in the high school and you, yeah. she's like, she's like, good to, good to see you guys, I guess. It's yeah. really sweet. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Hmm. Oh, I guess the fact that this takes place in New Jersey, like, Jersey City. yeah, tugs on my heartstrings a little bit. So that's nice. Yeah, it's a it it Jersey City is like the 
the whole like in the comics it's very much like all right yeah Kamala Khan Jersey City it's cool. like she's like the cool superhero there and um, I mean honestly though weirdly enough everyone passes their driving test in New Jersey that's why they're such bad New Jersey drivers so it's kind of weird <laughs> that she hasn't passed hers well uh probably because she keeps hitting into the back of cars and shit I'm pretty sure I hit a cone on my driving test and she's I'm still too on the road. distracted I uh passed my driving test uh they said that i passed my driving test uh but then they never sent me my uh license and so i got pulled over when i was going to a party in high school and they were like you don't have a license and so they i had to have my parents come and pick me up from where the cops pulled me over oh no and were then you the speeding? next day like why did no, they pull you over they it was pulled, just like well, a... I, I i cut off a cop Okay. I fully, I was a 16 year old and I, you know, what I just got my license. I was an idiot, uh, but <laughs> took a left turn. Well, technically, you make... didn't get your license. But that cop was a fucking dickhead to me and, you know, yeah. all cop, A, a cab, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I, I had to go to the DMV the next day and then be like, and they were like, they were like, who was the person who did it? And it was like, who did your test? And I was like, oh, someone named whatever. And I had to walk into her office so she could look at me and be like, oh, yeah, that guy passed. Me <laughs> That's so weird. I thought you were going to say that you ended up with a, a license that came in the mail that said like Tim Bride or something. No, like that. I wish that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd at least be <laughs> that would be wouldn't have kept me from a cool party. Mm. Would it, that would have, that party would have changed my life. Anyways, um, <laughs> that was episode one. Things would look a lot different now. Oh yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> episode two is called Crush. Crushed. Uh, Kamala begins training to control her powers with Bruno, who deduces that the bangle activated superpowers that Kamala already had within her. Kamala, Bruno, and their friend Nakia Badir attend a party organized by Zimmer where they meet a new senior, Kamran, who uh, Kamala befriends. Uh, Kamran, the hot, hot guy. Kamran is hot. This Okay, this is one of those plot lines that I'm like, okay, this is kind of forced into the TV show. I mean, after having seen the whole thing, forced into the TV show that might not have necessarily been in the movie. Yeah, we're where they yeah, the whole his whole connection was silly. But I liked the his introduction being like, I don't know that that old high school trope of yeah. like Bruno has a crush on Kamala, yeah, but they're two then, good like, friends, and then this hot guy comes in and he's jealous. And I don't know, I like that kind yeah, of yeah, it's cute. I've seen it before, yeah. but I will say just really quickly, I so wish that Bruno and Nakia had more screen time because I really loved all the scenes that they were in, and I yeah. wish I saw more of them because they're really fun and exciting, and it's different to see them. So. Yeah. The genuine thing is that we're going to, we're going to, and in the next episode, we're going to see why they're not there and how it's just like pulls away from the, and detracts from the whole show. But uh, I, I really liked if they had stuck with like that, that like election in the mosque storyline mm -hmm. where like there's a, there's a subplot, which I'm sure they won't write about the Wikipedia where um uh Naki is trying to for, like the board of the run mosque, for the yeah. board because you know there's sexism in in the community and she wants to address it in like the proper way and yeah they do like a thing where they go to a place and they try to hand out flyers and talk to the elders and there's again the fun you know visual thing of sweeping through and being like you gotta talk to the halal moms yeah, yeah. And you gotta talk to the you know to the TikTok aunties boys to the, and, yeah like it's uh, like it was so fun and yeah. like such a fun way to do it and i would have loved more of that and it was just, instead just like episode three like oh she got elected 
and it worked and uh everything's better yeah great cool We're thank you moving right along. Now. yeah no i wish i saw more of it like it'd have been fun to watch like a scene of her like a montage of her trying to really convince the aunties or whatever exactly yeah uh bruno becomes frustrated when kamala chooses to spend time with kamran instead of training so her powers are like kind of she can like make little platforms and she can like uh, it's great, you know, the powers will grow as the show goes on until she's a little bit more like her comic book counterpart, but it's essentially just creating the whole like, training thing, thing is yeah. kind of weird, but you say you love a montage, though. I do love a montage, but like this, her powers are weird. I don't really get it. It felt really... a little lame. It felt a yeah. little like, okay, so she's jumping around on a rooftop. Like you're telling me that this is cool and I've seen Iron Man one through three. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Can you believe I just said I'm, that? I'm I'm gonna faint. <laughs> uh, after seeing a vision of a mysterious woman, Kamala asks Sana and Muniba about her great grandmother Aisha, the Bengals' original owner, but both dismiss her. Yusuf says young Sana lost her way during the partition of India, but was mysteriously able to find her father again. After questioning Zimmer about her savior at AvengerCon, Cleary and Deaver order a sweep of the tri-state area targeting South Asian communities. So there's like a little commentary here yeah. on uh, the way that they operate I mean, in Muslim communities and how yeah. they're assumed terrorists, et cetera, et cetera. And it's also the same, the uh, detective lady is the same as the warden from Orange is the New Black. Like she's is that, always a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, she has that face. Yeah, you know, she's terrifying. Unfortunate for her. Uh, did you recognize the the damage control guy who was like was in office? Was he from Succession? Uh, I don't think he's from. I actually I haven't seen Succession, so I uh, couldn't tell you. But that guy was in uh, the last Spider-Man movie. Uh, he was the one who was like all up in Peter Parker's business in the beginning. Oh yeah, he is also in Succession. Oh, he is. Okay, there you got go. it. But he's a uh, yeah. Little connection, things are getting. Things are looking up. Schmicked together. At an e uh, at an Eid celebration, a young boy slips from a mosque balcony and almost falls before Kamala saves him with her powers. Kamala is chased by DODC agents led by Deaver, but is saved by Kamran, who introduces her to his mother Najma, a woman from the woman from Kamala's vision. And now, now... things start to suck. Um, yeah. just like real honorable mention real quick to Kamala's brother, whose mm -hmm. name escapes me, but is like a great comic relief in this. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's so fun and he is like, he's very religious and he's yeah. like praying at the table too much. And the dad's like, Hey, your food's going to get cold. If you're praying for so that, you know, God's going to make your food cold. Stop praying for so long. Uh, and there's the whole thing with his wedding, you know, he gets married. Yeah. Uh, we get that in the next episode, but, um. Yeah, he's great. They even have him run into uh, Kamala in the uh, on a little date, and she, oh, yeah, she has to Kamala. be like, she has to be it's like, oh no, teacher. he's oh, no, it's a uh, cousin. He's related to us. Yeah, <laughs> and then he has to make up some name, or, and then he pretends being British is I don't know. It's yeah. a whole and I don't know. That's when the show was fun. Yeah, when it was just about a girl getting powers in jersey city and then episode three shits the bed 
let's just dive into okay. uh, it. Baby. Najma explains that she and Kamran are a part of a group of five enhanced beings known as the clandestines who claim to be jinns that were exiled from the Noor dimension. Okay, pause. <laughs> there are you. too many dimensions in Marvel. There's too many, like... Uh, eternal beings like the understand. timekeepers and the eternals mm -hmm. and the clandestine like and we, the celestials and the, the clandestines celestial, the titans the, yeah. whatever there's just too uh, i don't like that this is like this there's too many I'm this not here for was it. like such an odd choice to me like even in the if you were trying to do like have the whole thing be middle eastern and play into the gin thing i don't i'm not familiar with the comic books uh about the clandestines or the jinns or what they were trying to do here, or if it was like, oh, well, if you're making a Miss Marvel thing, you gotta have- Gotta throw in the gins. I don't know if that's the yeah. case, but like it, man, it just pulled this like, why does it have to be universe shattering and like it's yeah. gonna kill the world and like, and, we like, gotta get to another that, dimension. Like, and... With all of this dimension talk that we've literally already had, mm -hmm. like there would be some mention of like this exiling that seems to be news. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just that mm, this is where I was like, Jesus Christ. And everything kind of moved very quickly after this and into I'd territories honestly, that I like disagree it was, with. Yeah, it got it got way too complicated. It's like the American healthcare system. I don't oh know. Oh, my way God. Is. Don't you even get me started about it. <laughs> yeah. I just think that, yeah, it, was, it, it, it seems like a weird decision, especially in this opening scene. She's like, nice and like seemingly like, hey. Yeah, we're just trying to get home and your bangle can help us home. So let's talk later. And then by the end of this episode, she's literally trying to kill teenagers. Also, Sana sent her the bangle to the US. Ostensibly, Sana's from Pakistan. Like, why yeah. didn't the clandestines just try to get it from Sana, who's an old lady at this point who, from Pakistan? Who fucking knows? Yeah. Uh, and who fucking cares? Uh, it's just such a strange, I don't know, the direction yeah. is strange and it feels very like driven by what what is to be expected. I don't know. It's weird. Let's dive through. Okay. Najma says Aisha was also a clandestine and asked for Kamala's help in using the bangle to let them return to the newer dimension. Kamala agrees but Bruno warns her that interdimensional travel could be dangerous. So she asked Kamran for more time to ensure that they can do it safely, which I think is reasonable, especially if you were a group of people who've just been waiting for thousands of years to go back home to be yeah. like, hey, can I have a week to like figure just out the like, math? Think about this for a second. Yeah, it's a lot to put on her. Uh, Kamala's brother, Amir, Amir is his name, mm -hmm. uh, Amir marries his fiance, Taisha, but Kamran crashes the wedding to warn Kamala before the other clandestines arrive. Don't know why he needed to crash the wedding. Maybe a simple yeah. text would have worked. Yeah, that's another, that's a thing in a lot of movies where it's just like the invention of cell phones has killed so many. Yeah. Like if you watch a movie from the 80s and you think like, what if they had cell phones? It's just like, oh, well, there goes the drama of the whole thing. <laughs> You know what I watched last night? What did you watch last night? <laughs> the Lost Boys. Oh, the, the, the vampire yeah. one. <laughs> Good shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. That was we a fun movie. Yeah. yeah. It's probably still would have happened, uh, cell phones or not, but yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it doesn't Maybe, work I everybody. did fall down a vampire, like, uh, Wikipedia rabbit hole today on just, like, vampire lore. Because yeah. you know me. I like witches. I like all that stuff. 
pirates, sign me up. I just didn't You're know my- You're in a cult, bitch. I, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Anywho. Sure, sure. Sure. I'm also at BAFTA. Um, not yet, but soon. Well, not soon, but after It'd be a like grueling, 10 years. You know, like 10 year period. It's going to be great. Um, Kamala, Bruno, and Kamran. Kamran are overpowered while Najma tries to use the bangle, which triggers a vision of a train. The Department of Damage Control agents arrive and capture the clandestines, including Kamran, as Kamala and Bruno escape. Nakia sees Kamala using her powers. Sana contacts Kamala, reaching, uh, sorry, revealing that she also saw the vision of the train and insisting that Kamala and Muniba visit her in Karachi, Pakistan. Here's my thing about Nakia and Kamala. Nakia mm-hmm. is a very cool friend and yeah. gets really mad at Kamala. And I'm like, why? Why is she? Why is there even a scene with her being like, I'm so sorry, whatever? It's really weird. It, it's almost like you thought that they were going to do something with that. Um, it's yeah, almost like the expectation is that when mattering. you have a scene where she's like, wait, you're the thing and you didn't tell me? Yeah, or it, like make that more interesting rather than just like a catty girl friendship because that's not what friends do. Friends well, support friends. One of friends. the issues is plotting here is that they have that moment and then they immediately go to Pakistan for two episodes. Yeah. And so you can't have that, you know, Sorry, Maisie. Between the, the world's not that simple. The world's way you. bigger than Jersey City. Than New Jersey. <laughs> do it again. New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Episode yes. four, Seeing Red. Uh, not the comment. panda movie. Not the panda movie. Very fun that that's, <laughs> that's turning red, isn't it? I don't know. That's Red Boy. I'm writing a movie. It's called Red Boy. It's, it's the video about- game Red oh. Dead Redemption that my brother asked for several times for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> this, is fun. this is a fun game. Kamala and Mediva travel to Karachi to reunite with Sana, who reveals to Kamala that the bangle is trying to convey a message through the vision uh, uh, of the train. I didn't look it up, but I'm going to make a, a, a wild guess that they didn't film any of this in Pakistan. The Pakistan episodes were filmed in Thailand. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah. But it was, it felt, I don't know, it felt fake. I don't know, is fake the wrong word here? Uh, it if, felt like, I was like, oh, this is a set in LA. Like, yeah, this is in the, same in the way streets that, like, of Pakistan. And I feel as though it's, it looked like the same set, quote unquote, or the same feeling as um, way back in The Incredible Hulk when, Hulk yeah, when he's running Bruce Banner's through. like running through. Yeah. Yeah, but that at least I don't know. That felt more real than this to me personally. I don't know. I mean, they have a they have a magic bangle, Tim. So I don't know <laughs> what you I, want me to say about you know how what? real I, it feels. Yeah, I'm wrong. No, it just felt cheap. That's just yeah. to me. Like I was like, if you're gonna, you know, tie yourself to uh, you know the Pakistani roots of the sh- of the character and really want to showcase that, fucking go to Pakistan, man. Yeah. Fucking film in Pakistan. Yeah. Give them some money. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I feel like right now maybe they could use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anything uh, right now, Jesus Christ, it's crazy what's going on right there. Yeah. Uh, if only Kamala Khan. <laughs> nope. Okay. No. No. That's if we made any money from this podcast, and I <laughs> wish we did. Directly. It would go to Pakistan. Really. And we, but fun to reveal that we're 33 episodes deep and not a and twenty two thousand dollars in debt twenty two thousand dollars in debt really yeah that uh 
keeping keeping the servers up at podbean.com. The next day, a masked Kamala goes to the Karachi train station. She gets a little mask. She gets like a little. Uh, and it's weird. It's weird little... that people are like, who's that? It's Kamala. <laughs> it's clearly who it is. We know yeah. who it is. Uh, she goes goes to the Karachi train station to investigate, but is attacked by Kareem, a member of the Red Daggers vigilante group, who initially mistakes her for one of the clandestines. Kareem takes Kamala to the Red Daggers hideout, where Kamala learns that their leader Walid from their leader Walid that the clandestines are trying to break the veil of Noor, which separates the Noor dimension from the human world, in order to expand and to take over. Wow, take a breath. Okay, take a breather. Pause. <laughs> This, the whole Red Daggers thing made no sense to me whatsoever. I mean, it made sense to me, but like it was just, why did they throw it in there? Except it for another like means of having teenagers make stupid jokes about TikTok. There's another way to get her a red scarf. <laughs> like that's genuinely all I think they did this for was because she has a red scarf in the comic books and they needed her to get a red scarf. So they'll do the red dagger. I don't know. Like it, it was again, boring, uninteresting. Boring. Don't care. go back to the characters in their environment, you know, yeah. that they're used to. And I and also I'll... like, if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to do filming in Pakistan, make it big and make me intrigued by it. And instead you put me in this like kind of very small, like this contains like a hideout mm -hmm. for them. And it's like well-designed, you know, I guess, I guess, but it's not interesting. It's not yeah. as interesting as when we were hanging out with the teenagers in high school. It could Instead be of very being, exciting. And it's being not. explained of another Marvel, you know, science realm. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Blech. Hate. Uh, the clandestines escaped the DODC supermatch <laughs> prison with ease yeah with the laziest especially for something called a supermax prison like, it's a okay. supermax prison they're like tied up they have their hands up on like a conveyor belt uh that, that and they just like do like a we're good we're free wow <laughs> De department of damage control which like government agency you know imprisoning supermax prison superheroes that's like know. the kind of prison you'd get at costco uh no guess what they didn't i i could break it very easily it's like yeah. it's more like a, a one that i could get at ikea yeah because oh. it's not a quality product oh my god get them in some meatballs okay <laughs> najma abandons kamran for his betrayal which was dumb uh kamala begins training with the red daggers to master powers but they are interrupted by the clandestines literally all of this happens in one episode uh yeah i hate this whole like train her powers master her powers like figure out her powers Ugh. a chase ensues during which walid kills one of the clandestines before najma kills him in return that uh, kind of i guess I, I that action sequence did nothing for me because i was not interested in the story and the red dagger guy and the you know i don't care you know it's yeah. hard for me to and it felt sped through it's just like it felt okay. so sped through like so they're they adding and they're there so many elements like so many thinly veiled elements that they have to try and resolve to this which is why it would have been a better movie with just so much less detail it overcomplicates it yeah yeah it's and it while surface level interesting it just the execution 
especially when the first two episodes feel so different from like yeah. episode five of and the like, show we've My God. totally gotten rid of like all of the the fun like text message animation stuff that There's, we were talking it's about not loved. snappy yeah. it's not like really it's not like a planned out cool like animated sequence it's just like all right uh yeah we're racing cars through tiny streets and there's street vendors with their fruit. Oh no, look out, the fruit just went everywhere. <laughs> My cabbages. What are we doing? Yeah. Let's finish this episode. <laughs> As uh, Kamala and Kar uh, Kareem fend off the clandestines, Kareem kills one of them and Najma accidentally stabs the bangle, sending Kamala back in time to the partition. And oh. go ahead. No, I mean like, this is partly where I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm intrigued. But it really took two yeah. full episodes for me to like, and even the next episode's not great. Yeah, it it's an interesting idea. It was that thing where when she gets sent back, the first thing I thought was, oh, so that Trail of Stars was made by Kamala. <laughs> like, like yeah. the buildup that they're trying to give you like a fun twist or like a cool, like, ooh, like time warp, dimension warp sort of, story thing to have is I was like oh so I yes. just have to wait the 40 minutes of this episode for the thing that I know that's gonna happen yeah exactly now. okay so let's regroup Najma stabs the bangle accidentally and sends Kamala back to back in time yeah back in time to the partition so something I wanted to say about this was um I think that a cool thing that some comic book media or like some popular media has been doing recently is uh, using kind of base level uh, history to like tell a story and maybe stories that you don't know. I yeah, was aware of the partition in, in India and I was aware that it was like a mass you know, migration movement and that it was like really terrible that like the end of British rule in India was obviously chaotic in the creation yeah. of Pakistan. Um, I wasn't aware of like this specificity of it and it made me look it up. Yeah. Like, so, yep. so, so worth noting that that is something that, that the show does. That's really good. Uh, yeah. Similarly, the Watchmen TV show made a lot of people find out about the Tulsa race massacre. Mm. Like there's, it's a cool thing that, uh, that shows can do in order to like sneak in a little education yeah and make you a little bit more aware of things that have happened in the world that yeah you might it, not it, have been it adds a, a very I don't know it, it adds an important layer you mm -hmm, know? for sure but why is it in the show where we, one of my favorite scenes is Kamala meeting with her very gay advisor about like oh, her life and stuff. that was the stuff. best part of this whole show. So cute. And they did like a camera thing where like it was rotating in and like it was a split screen. It was so cool and yeah. like really well done and also like really engaging dialogue. And then all and then three episodes later, we are at the partition of India. Yeah, I really missed I'm like I already forgot train. about the advisor and I miss him already. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's an inch, it's like, you know what it is? It's inconsistent. Yeah. It's a it's like tonal two shows. whiplash. Yeah. Uh, in India in 1942, Aisha takes refuge in a village where Hassan and Indian independence activists offers her food and shelter. They fall in love and have a child, Sana. Five years later- I, ha I hated the part where- <laughs> they like just start to talk to each other after some time has passed and he touches her belly and it's she's pregnant and i was yeah. like 
Ugh, I think I, that's what I, that's literally what I texted you. I'm starting to roll my eyes at this show. Just like the gentle caress of her I pregnant it womb. Was sweet. No, I don't it was know. so no. dumb. Okay. All right. Well. If anyone ever touches my pregnant belly like that, <laughs> I will punch them in the face. <laughs> I hated it. I, if I, if I hated anything yourself, about this show, yourself, it was that. Okay. I got it. Now I, I found it like so normal. And so now I know I got to check no. with uh, someone in the future if I ever have a baby. Here's like, what I hey, have to could, say about that. Hey, could I touch? Hey, could I touch you? Hey, can I rub? Hey, can I rub it? Because it's because I because I did that. Tim, you're not allowed to take that out of the podcast. You're not allowed to edit it that, that out. That was me. <laughs> Fuck that. I mean, I'm in there too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm taking that part out. <laughs> No, you can't. Damn it. Also, because I'm imagining you doing this to a stranger, not your <laughs> supposed future. Not, not like mother oh, no, of your child. I can't. Yeah, if I do it to a stranger, I can't just be like, no, it's like a bit. It was just a bit. You don't get it. Not just like a. <sighs> Five years later, Naj finds Aisha and orders her to retrieve the bangle. Aisha leaves it with Sana and attempts to flee to the new nation of Pakistan with her family, but Najma finds and stabs her. Uh, we get a little backstory to. I mean, that this is the crux of the whole uh, train mm -hmm. flashback. Is that which... they she she was hated because she they they thought that that she abandoned her family or or, or something like that that she was a uh, she was a figure of controversy. We see it uh, in scenes earlier where. She, you know, no Kamala would ask, about her you know, stuff. people about her and they would be like, oh, so terrible what happened to her. And, and oh, you know, you, uh, what, a, what a traitor to her family and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so you're getting this idea that she's maybe not respected. And then you get the confirmation that she's just trying to save her family. Uh, but she gets stabbed. <laughs> Kamala is able to interact with Aisha, who asks her to guide Sana before dying. Conjuring a projection of stars to lead Sana to her father, Kamala realizes that she was the one who reunited them per the stories her parents had told of that night. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. And, and, and it's an interesting element. I just, I don't know. I'm so in love with the alternate version of this television show that didn't even have to do this. Yeah. You know? And uh, just real quick, is it medically possible? Put the sound in right here. No. I mean, I won't say it's not scientifically possible because we don't really know enough about time and dimension to say that with certainty, but... I'm a little confused by this move because if, okay, I mean, you're going to make fun of me for this point because it's nerdy, but canonically, if we remember Avengers Endgame, the way that time travel is described is that it's not like you've seen in Back to the Future or in all this stuff where you, you go back and what you do, it's one timeline and it affects and can change mm -hmm. stuff know that new timeline becomes a branch timeline, mm -hmm. creates a different future. So how was she able to do the like back to the future shit? You know, where she's like, oh, I went back in time and I'm the one, I realized I'm the one who did the thing. Like I don't that, think you're a nerd for that. I think to, that's a very good point. Or, I mean, I guess the assumption could be that 
pim particles used to travel back in time are different than the the clandestine and are we gonna see this as like a pruning situation in loki season two yeah you know i, I don't know so, i'm so i can't believe i just said that i'm like i'm i'm i know we're a little burnt out we've talked about how we're a little burnt out on marvel and we yeah. aren't super excited for too too much stuff coming up but my, i'm excited for loki I am, season two i'm excited for loki season two i'm excited for wakanda forever is that what it's mm -hmm. called yeah yeah i mean i'll say it i'm excited for hulk she hulk she, you're excited I think it looked honestly in like a stupid way. The other two, I'm like, those are going to be good, but she holds them to be like 22 cringing. minute sitcoms. They're like sitcom episodes. They're quick and they're easy. That I haven't watched any of them yet. I kind of want to wait to binge a few because they're only 20 minutes long. But there's only um, three out right now. Only three out right Come now on. of nine. So, okay. uh, ba -ba -ba. she realized she was the one who did it that night. Returning to the present, Kamala finds that Najma's strike had opened the veil of Noor, but it vaporizes anyone who interacts with it. Najma transfers her power to Kamran before sacrificing herself to close the veil. Sana oh, and Miba. Yeah, sorry. This whole time, Najma's the bad guy. Yep. And it takes one line from Kamala to be like, no. And then Najma's like, you're right. I'll go Thousands kill myself. Of Thousands of yeah. years of her trying to get home. The impatience of this character to not wait a couple days attacking a wedding. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it feels, it's unearned. It's bad. In the it's immortal, bad. the immortal wor words of Elle Woods, why now? Why this sperm? Proceed. That's from Legally Blonde. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I know who Elle Woods is. <laughs> Sana and Muniva find Kamala and the latter accepts her daughter's powers. Another thing that's just like, I like it because they're a family and they love each other and it's good that they said, but like, motherfucker, this yeah. mom would have been so pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was hoping for a little more like, oh, what the fuck? From yeah. her, like a little more parent, you know, Because they really spent so much time yeah. in the first two episodes making her parents so mad at her. Yeah, and like having them be disappointed in her, they 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 have the, the thing where it's just like I'm trying to dress as Captain Marvel, and she's like in that tight outfit. No, yeah. not my daughter. And then they make her like a like a Pakistani Hulk outfit. Yeah, and that then, was great. That was yeah. another hilarious part. And that's another television show versus the I'm going to kill myself so that the Noor does not vaporize everyone, yeah. <laughs> and I transfer my powers to my son. <laughs> my gosh. Anyways. Uh, but they they find they they and then they find her necklace, uh, that's been broken a little. Oh bit, yeah, that has her symbol, little on it, like the lightning little lightning bolt, bolt mm -hmm. sort of symbol. Um, I thought seen that was it a already cute way in Harry Potter. Seen already in the flesh. Oh yeah. Shout out Ezra Miller. Oh, bummer. Who is in the Flash? Yeah, Ezra also Miller's in Harry Potter. Because Ezra Miller was both. in the Flash. Oh, he yeah. Uh, they were in uh, the, the treasures the, of Grindelwald. The treasures of the beast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's transphobic. Uh, Sana and Maniba find Kamala, and the latter accepts her daughter's powers. Kamran seeks refuge with Bruno, where they are both attacked by a DODC drone. Kamran destroys it, and the ensuing explosion obliterates the store below them. Um, that was sad. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, Bruno. They added like, some some real heart in there because i was like <gasps> bruno. <gasps> bruno bruno or brian uh, as a uh, brian yeah he keeps calling him brian and then i like that moment where he's just like my name's bruno and then he was like 
I've definitely so called sorry. you Brian I, I, like three I, I, or four really, times. Like he like he recognizes it. There's yeah. that old cliche of like, oh, he's just an idiot and he's like not gonna be a part of things. But I don't know. I thought it Yeah, it was like it was a nice new take on that. So. Yeah. Of just like, oh no, we're cool. Mm-hmm. I also like how the drones, the DODC drones, are the Tony Stark drones. Yeah. From uh from uh from Spider Man. Uh, I did notice that. Yeah. Are you proud of me? I'm so fucking proud of you. Okay. You. Episode six. Episode no six, I'm going to say we're a little return to form because we get back to, you know, New New, Jer- New, New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. <laughs> and this is, a, I don't know, this is the fun part of the show. I just, you I know, it was like a little bit more. I want an entire show that's a high school gets booby trapped and on, yeah. the, on the run from Fuck the feds. Yeah. Like, why didn't Stranger Things do this? I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like the episode's coming up and it's just like, uh, uh, it's starting and they're like starting to plan and I'm like, fuck it yeah this yeah. is the show that i liked my yeah. god what happened uh but let's read through it here bruno and Comron go on the run from the dodc and deaver orders a citywide lockdown to find them uh kamala crafts a disguise using a gift from her mother and a mask made by bruno before reuniting with bruno and Comron. um her superhero outfit is just made by her dad or her mom or something yeah. and they just give it to her they're yeah. just like here you go you're we made you this we got this for you and it's and in like, the the little cookie box thingy that's great and that's yeah. sweet and it's just like i don't know i like this family dynamic that they have yeah it's really yeah. sweet that like i don't know the whole hulk thing with her dad is so sweet like yeah. you don't see dads yeah. i mean my dad wouldn't do that maybe he would yeah but it's just like, they really do love her a lot and they just want her to be safe. And I think it's yeah. just really sweet. And I thought this was a sweet moment. It was a little like, all of a sudden, like, weren't you angry like five seconds ago? But- Oh shit, you're a, you're a superhero uh, costume stitch, like artist that can like- Seamstress? Make yeah. Seamstress, that's the stitch yes. artist. <laughs> stitch artist. Lilo. Um... Lilo and stitch artist. <laughs> Uh, Kamala Crest is disguised with a gift uh, from Bruno uh, before reuniting with Bruno and Comrade. With help from Nakia, Amir, and Zimmer, the group stall the DODC agents. I thought that was, they just like, they go in the school and they're like, all right, it's just the three of us. And then the brother shows up and he's like, and me too. And then they're they're literally doing plan to plan stuff. And Zoe just comes in and is just like, hey, thanks for saving me. I'm also going to help. I, it's like, great. I it's great. This. It's, so it's also cute. nice that the popular girl's not like a total mean bitch. Like, yes, I just, that's 100%. a nice uh, change from the mean girl trope. They could have gone that route very easily, mm-hmm. I think. Like, they even in the beginning, she's just like, like another Avengers shirt. Oh, mm-hmm. like, uh, why, you know, you don't need to be mean. But also, she's like, you saved my life. I, and I gave you up to the DODC like they yeah. were interviewing me or whatever and well, like she also was at the Avenger con dressing up too and yeah. I thought it was like popular girls don't do that they could be friends yeah. they could it could you know be a thing or in a world of superheroes maybe the popular people do go to the Avenger con and stuff like that yeah Who also knows? uh someone that we have not talked about yet is the uh halal uh truck man oh my god where He's they like make the always little on kamala's side yeah oh my god yeah they're all these little characters like the um the i don't know the name the head of the mosque the person who's a, mm-hmm. a, a oh, the sh- sheik 
the cheat yeah the cheek yeah. of the, uh, the mocks um all the all the characters in that you know yes. food truck scene i don't know they give them the halal hats yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it yeah it's great it's these really little details that make this show watchable yeah and, and i the wish food, there were more of like it the putting pushing stuff with the food and the you know uh the scenes in the mosque yeah i don't know it's if they hadn't had to divert and go to pakistan and tell this you know it, admittedly interesting but just not a part of the show story yeah. i don't know could have been very different uh cleary orders a retreat but deaver ignores him and leads a detachment of agents in storming the school where kamala and her friends are hiding which was weird. I don't know. I didn't see, I didn't see much characterization of the DODC agents. I didn't think that they were doing much. There was that weird moment where she like might have said something racist. Yeah, yeah. This episode was... where she was just like, "Let's go get these freaks," and it's just like, "What are you, are you talking about, Muslim people?" And she's like, "No, teenagers." Or yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, it was something like that. And I'm like, okay, just make her racist. Like, yeah. don't be a bitch. Make her racist and want to do this for racist reasons yeah. and have her lose. Like, yeah, it I would be know. a cool show. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, if you showed her going into the mosque and being like, we know, I know all of you have something, you're all hiding something. Like, if they showed her as, yeah, like being anything other than like kind of a cold hearted government agent it makes no sense for her to like disobey orders and yeah. try and shoot kids in a school. I don't know. Yeah. Cause all of a sudden too, there's like a straight up SWAT team in a high school. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, all right. And there's just a crowd of people just standing there. Just yeah. like, Oh wow. I can't wait to get shot and die. <laughs> that actually is a real thing in America. The uh, the agents arrest everyone except for Kamala and Kamran, who confronts Deaver. She attacks him, but Kamala fights off the agents and allows all of her friends to escape. She she embiggens. That's like a thing that she in the comics she'll say embiggen, and then she'll get like to be. She like, says embiggen. Yeah, it's a comic book thing. Whatever. <laughs> and then she says it in the show. She she says embiggen, and then she just like gets the big hands and the. I don't know. At this point, I like kind of prefer Hulk smash. <laughs> Embiggen? That's such a stupid... It's why silly. can't you just do it? Also, when she did get big, her head stayed the same size, which made me wildly uncomfortable. Yeah, like, if you're going to no. make her whole body big, nah, make her head big, rules. too. No, nah, this shit rules. I thought it was cool. Like, it was a cool way to do her character that's in the comics without doing it. Like, she kind of has the crystals around her body that make her big instead of it being her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It worked for me. I, I thought it was fun. And I'm a fan of that sort of uh, aspect of her character, the action aspect, the like. Oh, no, I like that part. I just yeah. didn't like that when everything <laughs> from the neck was down small. was like 1.5 size, her head want, just was smaller. You wanted like a crystal, like terrestrialized like head. I want like an Andre her. the Giant moment. Okay, sue me. <laughs> Anybody want the peanut? No more rhyming, and I mean it. <laughs> uh, Deaver withdraws and is later relieved of her duty by Cleary. Kamala, uh, Kamala becomes a beloved figure in her community and takes the superhero name Miss Marvel after her father explains that her name means Marvel. That's cute. Uh, which was so cute. And the yeah. scene where they're out on the, por Very on the, touching. On the roof. It's, it's these moments that make me be like, this was so close to being so fucking good. Yeah. It just got very distracted in the middle. Um, Kamran flees to Pakistan and meets Kareem uh, as arranged by Kam uh, Kamala. 
Bruno later tells Kamala that she possesses a genetic mutation, which the rest of her family lacks. Okay. And when he says that, we get a little guitar riff uh, of which, if you uh, don't know, is the theme song to the 90s X-Men television show. Okay, didn't know that. Um, the, I did have to rewatch this scene because I was like, what did I miss? Because also, don't know what was going on with the genetic mutation, but I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that just means they're going to be season two. So if it means that she's an X-Men, cool. But also, you were saying in the beginning uh, that in the comics, it's like a genetic mutation that she has, In right? the comics, she's an inhuman. So okay. the Inhumans was, in, in the MCU, they tried to make an Inhumans TV show. Uh, Black Bolt from uh, Doctor Strange, the guy with the voice, he's oh, an Inhuman. Yeah. Um, but that's, they're clearly not doing that in this universe. They're not going to do any Inhuman storylines. So instead of Kamala being Inhuman, they have decided that she is the MCU's first mutant. Uh, okay. because they're they have the rights to the X-Men now and it can be assumed that within the next couple of years we're going to be seeing an MCU X-Men project um but this is was just a way for the show to sort of end on like she's a mutant and we're going to be doing mutants that's what's uh, okay. happening that's here. what that means I that's also didn't realize yeah. there was a mid-credit scene and we'll get there in just a second but <laughs> um oh no <laughs> the rest of this conversation was weird to me because I was like so she's not getting powers from sana she does have power there was this there was a line uh in one of the early episodes that bruno says where he was like it's not just that the bangle is powerful or whatever it's It's like in your blood it's interacting with something that is inherent in you and then he like that's why he was studying her genetics in the first Mm -hmm. place and able to say like there's a mutation and now he's going to caltech so yep uh X-Men, baby, more content, more content, more endless fucking content, baby. The the listeners at home can't see this, but Tim is bleeding from his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) In a mid-credits scene, which you can watch I didn't watch. (laughs) The bangle emits a strange glow. So Kamala's just sitting in her room and the bangle starts glowing. And then she gets like thrown into her uh, closet. And then out from the hole in the closet emerges uh, Carol Danvers, who then looks at the uh, teenager's room with a bunch of uh, Captain Marvel posters all over the walls. And then she goes, oh no. And then (laughs) uh, cut to black. So that is the lead in to the next time that we're going to see Kamala Khan which is in The Marvels, which is yeah. the sequel to uh, Captain Marvel, which will also feature Monica Rambeau from right. WandaVision. Cool. Yeah. Um, I should watch that scene. <laughs> I can't say that this gives me, like, I can't say that this hypes me up for The Marvels, but is it a movie or a TV show? It's a movie. It's a movie. Okay, so that does hype me up for it. Yeah, I'm kind of done with the TV shows, if I'm being honest. The TV this shows really aren't that turned great. me off. Yeah is and and every tv show i've been like that would have made a pretty good you know even the ones that i've liked i've been like that would probably have been a good two-hour movie yeah like moon knight does the same thing that this did where it like dips in the middle to just like overcomplicate it with alexander the great and like what the fuck are we doing and i don't know 
which of yeah. these shows were like dropped all at once and which came out like weekly um all of them have been episodic and okay. weekly um every single disney plus marvel show uh, i think a couple have had like two episode premieres uh stuff like that but okay. it has followed the uh releasing weekly formula um but so otherwise um she hulk is like the only one that's kind of been a sitcom yes she hulk's okay. gonna be very different um the character the character in the comics is super fun uh she breaks the fourth wall um she's uh very aware it's very self-aware it's mm -hmm. very comedic so yeah next thing we're gonna watch is she hulk and the expectation there should be that it's way more of like a goofy comedy uh, uh, that takes place in the mcu and you won't hear from us until then because it's literally on the third episode and we're fucking caught up yeah we are mazy i guess uh, you know first of all i guess uh, general thoughts that we've we've thoughts on miss marvel uh, final thoughts uh on the show we've you, made it clear it's good I, it had some when cool it's not, when it's good yeah it's really good when it's really good um didn't love and it's really uninteresting when they're just like we're jinns from the newer dimension yeah. and clandestinely need to go back home and like, meet the I red daggers clandestinely take a shit am i right <laughs> oh baby so yeah i think we agree it's uh yeah. this is a show that would have been a better two-hour movie that if they stayed in uh, Jersey City the whole time. But also, okay, so it's been what, like a year and change since we started this podcast and we're yes. caught up, which we is crazy. Um, I personally have had so much fun doing this as much yeah. as I like, as much as some of these movies kind of suck, yeah. I've had a lot of fun. Our next this. episode will be a f uh, like over a month from now. So yeah. it will be it, now that you're caught up, you're caught up. You yeah. now have to do and I know what about all of us about... have been doing for the last fucking 14 years, which and is wait. just waiting yeah. for the next thing to come out. So um, welcome. But I think also in a cool way, and maybe more in a dirty way than anything. Excuse me. I know about more about Marvel now than a lot of people. Yeah without question you've like seen, when i first uh, started this all. people were like oh yeah i've seen the avengers but now it's like have you seen every fucking marvel piece of <laughs> information that's come out since 2008 because i have did you know that miss marvel is not the same powers as from her comic book <laughs> did you know that into the spider-verse although spider-man is a marvel comic is not part of the canonical mcu <laughs> because i'll just go fuck myself it's actually the only spider-man film that is not canonically part of the mcu now that the andrew yeah. garfield and toby Tobes mcguire are a part of the multiverse in the MCU, yeah so uh, it, I'm excited for Into the Spider-Verse, or Enter the Spider-Verse, or Across the Spider-Verse, whatever is the sequel's called. Across That's, the Spider-Verse just has Beatles, Spider -verse Beatles exactly music it's in it? Really? It's genuinely called Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. Um, and I'm very excited for it. When Oscar does that Isaac's going to do it. Oscar Isaac's doing a voice in that. Um, summer? I don't know. They released a teaser like eight months ago. I feel like that's a good indicator for that it's a year away so probably sometime okay. next year also if you start watching she-hulk and you notice that there's a mid-credits scene or a post-credits scene will you just let, let you know. me know because i otherwise <laughs> I know, will forget i do know that there is a post-credit scene in episode three because it's already been posted all over twitter and okay. i have seen it and um i don't know i don't know how to i, I don't know my expectations of the show i think it'll be pretty cringy and maybe a little bad nothing but... we haven't seen before i guess exactly yeah yeah I want to see, 
uh my favorite new meme which is the hulk making a sympathetic face as yeah. uh, she hulk describes sexism at him yeah. which is just him being like hmm. it's just mark ruffalo's face but <laughs> sympathetic <Hulk>. and green <laughs> uh, Women. Um, all right but next up is she hulk uh and we will see you later oh no we're no. not stopping yet okay i don't know <laughs> i mean like <laughs> Everything, what I, whatever I've told you. Tatiana uh, Maslany. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, Bruce Banner, Jamila Jamil. I mean, I know uh, that it's a, uh, what did I want to call this show? She Hulk, she slash Hulk attorneys at, ah! Yeah. Because she's a and lawyer. Take some notes, Marvel. All right. We're going to finally, and Maisie, I know you're excited about this, in She Hulk, we're going to finally get some closure on Tim Roth's character, uh, the abomination. Thank God. Thank God. The yeah. guy who looks like he's from the Mario movies, Mario games. <laughs> he looks like a Goomba. Okay. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> okay, goodbye, everybody. All right, this is the marvelous Mrs. We'll Mario. We'll see you in a fucking month, bitches. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod. And if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624. And Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. See you next week.